Hello, hello, hi. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. It's the twenty-seven of March, twenty twenty-one, on a lovely Saturday afternoon, and I'm so happy to be able to talk to you again. I actually know that many of you desire to have a closer relationship with God and spend quality time with God. But you're not quite sure how to start or how to go about it. So today, I want to share with you a useful tip that I always use when I start off my quiet time with God. Are you ready? So let's start. So I want to talk to you today about the importance of positioning ourselves or of preparing our minds, even at the start of our daily devotion with God. So you know that we are living in this world, but we are really not the permanent residents of this world. I think the world, whether by satanic design, deliberate or otherwise, it is very noisy and very grabby in nature. It really grabs your attention and preoccupies you. There's a hundred and one things that you need to do. You're constantly having so many things that captures your attention, whether it is your work or your errands or your family or your studies, even watching television or playing video games or surfing the internet. These are all very attention-grabbing activities, captures your attention, and they put you in a state of mind. Where you're totally immersed and absorbed in the world's activities. Now you know that when we live in a pace like this, it is very difficult for us to tune in to the right channel to hear from God. And sometimes it makes us forget God has the higher authority over the things of this world. There are spiritual precepts of God that govern heaven and earth. Even though the world, which is ruled by Satan, would like to think that it is aggressive and independent, no man has jurisdiction over his life and death. Ultimately, God has the highest authority over all heaven and earth. I want to remind you of Daniel two verses twenty-one. The Bible says that God is all-powerful, and God knows everything. God controls human events, and God gives rulers their power, and God take it away. And also Psalms thirty-eight verses eight, where it says that let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of this world stand in awe of God, for God spoke and it was done; God commanded and it stood firm. The Lord nullifies the plans of nations. God frustrates the plans of the people. The plan of God stands forever. The plans of God's heart from generation to generation. And blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. The people God has chosen for His own inheritance. And I love Daniel four verse thirty five, where it says that God's dominion is an everlasting dominion, and God's kingdom is from generation to generation. 
All the inhabitants of the earth are counted as nothing, and God does what God wants with the army of heaven and the inhabitants of the earth. There is no one who can block God's hand or say to God, "What have you done?" Now you know that the Bible is the word of God, and the Bible words last forever. Dynasties have come and go, kingdoms and civilizations have risen up and fallen. But the words of the Bible, they stand forever, and they will stand till the end of time. God has higher authority over the earth. God has authority over your school, your career, your workplace, the medical situation, the economy, your job, your children. So it is not God who should change and make Himself small to fit you. You being the children of God, you need to adjust and transform your mind so that you can understand the perspective of how God looks upon the world, so that you can gain insight into the mind of Christ and how God can help you in your situation. You need to understand the way that God thinks, so that you can understand how God sees your current situation. To figure out what is God trying to communicate to you through those happenings that are occurring in your life right now, and after you understand that, you then want to know how you can communicate back to God so that you can make your petitions known to Him. You can pour out your grievances to Him. Not only will God respond to you when you're walking closely with Him. You also want to learn how to assess the limitless resources of God that is available to you as a child of God. Philippians four nineteen says that, and my God will liberally supply, fill until full your every need according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians nine verse eight says. God is able to make all grace, meaning every favor and earthly blessing, come in abundance to you, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in God, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Now look. These verses that I read to you, they are hinting to you about the hidden resources that God has that is for you to utilize and to assess while on earth, not after you're dead, not in heaven, but right now on earth. Now I know that you're gonna ask me, how can I assess all these resources that you said are for me? Let's take it step by step. Now first, I have an assignment for you. That I want you to do as you go away from this podcast. Now you know that the Bible says, "Our words and our mouth have power. The words that we speak, they have an effect, whether they give life or they bring death. And the words of God are even more powerful. The Bible says in Isaiah fifty-five verse eleven that God's word that goes out from God's mouth it shall not return to God empty. But the word of God shall accomplish all that God purpose, and shall succeed in the thing in which God sent it for. Now over here, we have to take baby steps. Okay, it's gonna take time, but it works. 
because the words of the Bible they always works. It's whether you know how to apply it or not. Now, first, we're gonna change your mindset. I'm not teaching you to be a self-help guru where you stand in front of the mirror and you say all kinds of good things about yourself. I'm telling you and teaching you to proclaim the words of the Bible and the verses of the Bible over you, over your life, right at the start of your worship with God. I'm not even asking you to have faith yet because I know that you don't have, especially if you have not been following up closely in your quiet time with God or build a strong relationship with Him. The faith will come; it will come eventually, and that's when you have your breakthrough. I want you to start in your next quiet time proclaiming several Bible verses. I'm gonna give you some suggestions for the Bible verses that you can use. Some of these we have talked about them in this episode. I have found these Bible verses very powerful, and I proclaim them in my quiet time with God every day. If you like them, you can use them. Otherwise, you can find other Bible verses that applies to you. Sometimes when we try to go into a quiet time with God and we start to pray, we may not know how to pray. It's okay to tell God your worries and how you feel. We cannot keep talking about our worries. We cannot keep being limited in our thinking and our vision. We cannot limit God. We need to start to shift and start to bring ourselves up to a higher level. We need to start to open our eyes and open our hearts to how God sees us and how God sees the situation. So this step is to help you to make that transition to start to posture yourself, where you can start to receive and to open up and to understand more of God. So now, do you understand what I'm trying to teach you? We're gonna do it together, and in the future, you can do it on your own. So I'm gonna give you the instructions of our exercise. I'm gonna read the Bible verse. I will put all the references in the notes. If you are able to, I encourage you to get these words printed out so that you have a copy on hand. If you don't have them right now, it's okay. I will read it to you, and you just have to repeat it after me. If you are in a quiet place, I want you to read it aloud. I want you to hear the sound of your own voice. Saying those words of God back to you. If you are not able to say it loudly, I want you to just say it in your heart or to just say it softly under your breath. So, are we ready to do the exercise? Try it and see how it makes you feel. We're gonna read the life proclamation verses. I'm gonna read first, and you will repeat after me. Deuteronomy thirty-three verse twenty-five: The bolts of my gates will be iron and bronze. And my strength will equal my days. There is no one like God of Jerusalem who rides across the heavens to help me. And on the clouds in His Majesty, 
The eternal God is my refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. God will drive out my enemies before me, saying, "Destroy them." Isaiah fifty-four verse seventeen from the NLT version. In that coming day, no weapon formed against me will succeed. I will silence and condemn every voice raised up to accuse me. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of God. My vindication will come from God, and God has spoken. Psalms one one eight verse seventeen ERV. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Philippians four thirteen Amplified Bible. I can do all things which God called me to do. Through God, who strengthens and empowers me, to fulfill God's purpose, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Christ. Who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace? Second Corinthians nine verse eight Amplified Bible. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing. Come in abundance to me. So that I may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him. And have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. That's the end of our live proclamation verses. If you have read through them with me, I know that you feel different now from when you first started. Do this every time, as often as you need, before you start your quiet time with God.